I am in the studio with uh, one of the most vibrant people here at Trinity Western. She's got a lot of energy. You'll see her running around in the Rhymer Student Center and other places. Her name is Janice Nickel, and she is in studio with me today. So thanks for joining me. It is a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So I figured we would start out by you just telling everybody what your role is at Trinity. Um, You're in charge of the Parent and Family Network. And so, like, what do you do with that? And what is the Family and Parent Network? Okay, so this is my, I've just finished my seventh year. I'm the director of the Parent Family Network here at Trinity. And I love what I get to do, connecting families in meaningful ways to the university and helping them have a remarkable experience when they send their kids to Trinity. Mm. So for every family, that's going to look different. Sometimes they're just happy to open an email. For other people, they love to volunteer. They love to host parent chapters. Uh, They take advantage of our program called Touch of Home, which is a care package program run by volunteers. And I've sought to grow each of these uh, areas during my leading of this department. One of my most exciting aspects of this role right now has been seeing our parent chapters grow. Mm. And we have started, we have about 35 or 36 this year globally. Um, These are families that meet maybe once a semester. That's the minimum I ask. And um, we've even gone online. So through the whole Asian time zone, we have families that connect and pray for Trinity from China to Australia, Japan, Mm. uh, Indonesia. It's been beautiful. And then most recently in February, we started a global parent chapter. And that was families from Colombia and Central America and Europe uh, were able to join us in Australia. But also this past week, we had 94 families join us and we've decided real, there's, a, there's a real need to pray right now. And uh, so we're going to be doing that weekly. And I'm excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, uh, I've known about the care package because sometimes where your office is, you know, there'll be all these packages out and I guess students get to come and pick them up or. Yeah. So we do that once a week and we seasonally we'll do like Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas right. and parents can, I always say, can you buy some extras? because you never know which students might need to be blessed. And so I'll often work with RDs and RAs to be able to figure out which of those students that need some encouragement. And so some families that can will buy up to 10, 20 extra. So we can do that blessing. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. It's great. Uh, I think students always look pumped when they're coming to pick up you know, packages. Well, it's fun because we'll take a picture of them. Then the parent get to see it on our, fa- our Facebook page. So then mm-hmm. they see their student get blessed. So it's a little window into their experience without being a helicopter parent. Yeah. So... <laughs> No, that's great. That's great for them to kind of participate in that, even though they're, you know, far away or something. Um, So you've been at Trinity, you said, for seven years? Seven years in this role. Uh, I did one year when the Langley Events Center, we partnered with them. I was helping with marketing of that role. Um, Then I went to work with Wellspring doing schools in Rwanda in between. But I actually came to Trinity as an 18-year-old from Toronto. I was the youngest of four sisters that attended, and I was not going to come. There was no way my family could make (laughs) me go to Trinity. It was a long way to go, and I didn't want to be just like my siblings. But uh, then a guy named Jim Cunningham said, Janice, would you consider it for one year? Mm. And I'm like, well, fine, I can I can do anything <laughs> for one year. And I'd made sure I was accepted at like McGill and Western and the schools that made it sound like I was so important back east. But I realized I didn't have peace about those decisions. I came to Trinity and it rocked my world. Mm. So my first year I was freshman president and I got very involved and uh, um, loved it. I loved my experience. I was a discipleship coordinator my second year. And made lifelong friends through my time at Trinity. 
Yeah. So so um, when I started here in, in September, um, I got a chance to not participate in, but I attended some of this uh, fort fortnight stuff. Fort week. Fort week. Fort week. That's what it's called. W- was that around when you were? No, that was okay. not around when I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did other fun things. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the fort week stuff was it was a little crazy. Little well, crazy. you missed the banana challenge. We did have that when I was here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so you were a student. Did you meet your husband then or? Yeah. Interestingly. So as the youngest of four sisters, none of my siblings did meet their spouses uh-huh. here. So it wasn't like that was some precedent that I had, but, uh, in my third year at Trinity, I was a history major mm-hmm. and this guy who'd been a bunch of my history classes, he invited me to a church. His dad was starting locally. And I remember going to that church on that first Sunday and I thought, you know, I could be rich or poor, beautiful or ugly. And I would leave knowing Jesus loves me. I can be belong to a mm-hmm. church like that. I married the pastor's son within a year. <laughs> so we were both history majors and we say, we're going to make history together. Oh, there you go. Hey, that's, you can have that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, our engagement was so good. Oprah invited us on our show twice. So mm, that's mm. for another day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hey, good that's, story. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so what does your husband do? He's a high school teacher. He's been okay. at the same school in Surrey for 25 years. Okay. So yeah. he's a much loved a teacher. He started a school of rock before they even had school of rock as a movie. Okay. And uh, works with at-risk kids as well. Yeah. Hey, educators. I think there's a special place in heaven for for educators. Yes. Yeah. And he's a farmer. So. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. So you guys live on a farm, which yeah. seems like I thought maybe he was a farmer and that's what was like his main thing. I didn't know like what. So how did you guys end up on a farm? Um, God brought us there. Um, it was a total answer to prayer. And mm. we've been there 23 years and grown raised our four kids there, but have grown um, in our ability to host. We do a lot of hosting and have just committed to use that farm for God. And um, his original plan was to maybe have an artist retreat center there. Okay. Um, When I did my master's here at Trinity in leadership, I did my focus on Christian showing leadership in the arts. Mm. And... um, to, to see if that dream would, would be for fulfilled on our farm. But actually, it's just continued to be used. We have a lot of Trinity students that come for door meetings, have bonfires. Uh, we've used youth groups come. It's been awesome. We also raise cows, goats, yeah. and puppies. We were talking earlier. Like, did you did you ever think, I mean, I know you went to Trinity, didn't necessarily think you, know, you would find your man there, but you no. did. God had a different plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, did you ever think that you would be on a farm, like helping to raise cows and all kinds of stuff? Not a chance. When I was growing up, I was going to come to Trinity for one year. I was going to go back to Ontario, make my millions by 30. Mm. I had it all planned. Like that was going to be what I was going to do. And God completely changed my heart and changed my direction as I sought to um, honor him in my life. And he brought me a wonderful man who who has been very good for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've loved I've loved the way God has you know, used um, all the various dis- experiences we've had, both good and, and hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about being married this long that you see things in hindsight that you don't always see when you're 22. And mm-hmm. I think if I'd known what I'd be facing, some of the things, the hard times, but you're like, everyone will. Yeah. And so just to tell young people, everyone will face hard times mm-hmm. and that God is faithful and he can be trusted. Mm. And so I'm grateful for a husband who's, you know, encouraged me in my faith journey as well. Yeah. Hey, shout out to husbands who encourage their wives yeah. <laughs> in their faith. I mean, that's that's like hardcore 101 stuff that's like so important that I think gets lost in our culture. You know, even in Christian culture sometimes, you know, it's like there's this caricature being a husband is like something very different than being a servant leader. Mm. And so it's, it's great to hear testimonies <laughs> like that. 
Um, so, so you were talking about, you know, sort of marriage and just this journey of, you know, becoming someone who's living on a farm and things you never imagined. Um, and just the, the struggles of life, you know, yeah. the reality that, uh, life happens, you know, happens. And, it, and it doesn't, it's not because you're a Christian, you get sort of cloistered into a special environment where, uh, bad things don't happen to you. You know, you, you have struggle and strife and, and trials and tribulation. Um, why do you think maybe it's that young people sometimes really think like, like life is not supposed to be that way. You know, it's not supposed, they're not supposed to experience struggle. I'm sure social media and, and TV <laughs> yeah, play a big yeah, role in that. For sure. I remember my husband said, you know, let's not have magazines in our home. Mm. Like, so I never had any girl magazines. I never had like maybe good housekeeping once in a while, but it was yeah. like really saving us from comparison or mm-hmm. for girls thinking you had to be a certain way. Um, there were certain, we didn't have cable in our, our family growing yeah. up. So we did made certain choices for our family that would, I think greatly impacted our, our own kids. Uh, why, why young people? Um, I think they're going to face hard times. So yeah. they're going to get a wake up call pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I, I was pretty naive going into marriage though. I was pretty naive going into life cause life had been pretty good mm. up until I got married. I realized life is pretty good. You yeah. know, I've had pretty amazing opportunities, prayed with prime minister when I was 17 years old in his office in Ottawa, worked in a presidential campaign at 18. Like I'd had pretty cool opportunities. Mm. And, and it all went well for me. It's yeah. what it felt like. And then mm. all of a sudden, you know, life happens and you actually have to live with another person mm. and, oh, I don't get my own way all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm the youngest of five. <laughs> so that was, life was good when you're the youngest of five, mm. but pretty, pretty quickly you realize you can't be selfish in life and you have to be other minded and you got to choose to trust God, even when life doesn't make sense. And, and you have to make those decisions for yourself. No one else can make those decisions for you. Yeah. Yeah. So grateful for good people, good books, good, good in influences. Yeah. So I know, speaking of good books, you were super pumped when Philip Yancey was here. <laughs> you yeah. got to spend some time with him. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So my mom, my sister had given me the book, uh, Disappointment with God, when I was 20. And it came with a sticker that said, money back guarantee if you don't like the book. Oh. But at 20, I didn't have any disappointment with God. And mm. I thought, that's a nice book. But yeah. Whatever. That's how I felt. Mm. Then 35 hit. You know, I have four kids. We've lost a brother in a scuba diving accident. Mm. We've, you know, had a miscarriage. We've had different things that have happened in our life. Mm. And, you know, we're living on one income, a teacher income with six of us. It was, you know, it was tough. And I read the book again and I'm like, man, this is profound. (laughs) This is so fabulous. And I got so fired up about it. And I realized, you know what? I think anyone who's new to the faith should read this book. Mm. It has like the basics of why Christianity matters and why it's truth. But it also relates from biblical stories right to real life stories. Mm. So I think I should read it again, actually. (laughs) No, that's great. That's great. It's 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 cool to to have people remember those like formative books in their lives. You know, of course the Bible is central for us as Christians, but, but these, these other books that people have toiled over and, and kind of poured out their soul on pages and, and you can benefit from it, you know? Yeah. So working or living on a farm and you, you do things with cows, right? So you like help birth cows and. Yeah. We had three cows, baby calves born this week. And that was quite exciting. One was a little bit more traumatic and involved inviting the vet to come help us. Okay. So, you know, all new experiences. We're learning. Like, it's not like we were raised this way. So for my husband, Peter and I, we've, we've been learning on the job and we started our farm with hedging cedars and we grew trees. And so they just either grow or die. So there's, (laughs) but animals are a whole different ball game. And so they depend on you every single day, morning and night to Mm -hmm. be out there with them. And I recently, um, 
have I have puppies, so I used to breed beagles. Now I breed St. Bernards. Okay. And uh, you guys are busy. We are busy, but you know what? They're such a blessing, and puppies mm. bring such healing. Calves, new life, bring such healing. And so I do love. I'm sorry for COVID right now because I do love inviting people to the farm to be able mm. to, you know, find personal healing or um, just connect with nature again. It's a good thing. Yeah. Well, speaking of COVID-19, which, you know, has just suddenly come upon all of us, you know, sort of out of the, 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 the thin air, it seems like. Um, and we're all kind of scrambling to respond in, in ways that are faithful. You know, um, you are you were at home, you know, with all these people. So how many people have been at home and you're cooking and doing all this stuff? Well, I have seven. Uh-huh. So my daughter Tori got married last summer to a guy she met at Trinity. He was the goalie mm-hmm. on the hockey team. He is from Switzerland, and now he plays professionally in Switzerland. Okay. So because of COVID, they their season ended early, and they they got out of there. They came back to Canada, and so they've been living at our farm. So we have my four, all four of my kids, and yeah. their one husband. So mm-hmm. lots of mouths to feed, and it's been kind of fun. I'll, I'm not going to lie; I've just really enjoyed. Um, you know, I'll do my work because I'm still required to work during the day, mm. but I can take time in the evening to make some bread and have that ready for breakfast or um, everyone sit around the table and eat dinner together, which they're not rushing off somewhere. It's mm-hmm. a really beautiful thing. And I've been very grateful for trying to find the positives in this and mm. watching my kids get back into the Bible. Not that they weren't in the Bible, but just really take concentrated time because they don't have to rush somewhere mm-hmm. and watch what God is doing. It's been really beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I totally would agree. I think you know, as this, this is a, a different kind of thing that most of us have experienced. I mean, that the whole world has had to slow down. It's not just one nation. It's not just, you know, one county or one school. It's like everybody has had to recalibrate and, and, and come up with new plans for how you do life, so to speak. And, and we don't know how long that will last, but, but yeah, I think there definitely are some good things that you can take away from, from this experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what God's plan is in all this. Cause you know, mm-hmm. he hasn't left us. He hasn't deserted us. Mm-hmm. He has, promised I will never leave you I will never forsake you and when we are seeking to honor him he will honor us in this journey and it's not we don't know how it's going to end mm-hmm. we know that he wins yeah. we know that um that he cares for us I know a lot of people are reading Psalm 91 mm-hmm. these days and claiming you know his protection over the pestilence and and I'm grateful for scripture and grateful for his word that's living and active and that we can trust it yeah yeah so what what is one word of, um, I guess, encouragement that you could offer to, to parents? Just, you know, you interact with parents all the time and, you know, alum. Uh, what, what would you say to them just during this season? Well, A, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. God is with us. And and B, find, find really positive things that you can be thankful for, even in the midst of this. Because some people are going through really hard times. There's people losing jobs. There's people mm-hmm. who are who are just struggling health likewise they maybe they're maybe they're either having a baby or they've Mm -hmm. got the covid or maybe they've got some other underlying health condition that they're living in fear Mm -hmm. and the bible says 365 times do not fear Mm -hmm. so a don't fear because we have a god who is holding you in the palm of his hand and he has not left you and um b we're praying for you here at trinity we've Mm -hmm. got um, families that will be connecting weekly. Those are alums and some parents that will connect and pray. And we're going to do that right to about May 14th. And I'm looking forward to seeing what God does through the prayers of these army of prayer warriors all over mm-hmm. the world that are being raised up globally. Yeah. Hey, prayer matters. You know, I think that's another thing that, you know, we can take away from this experience. You know, I think it's so easy to take prayer for granted, you know, but, but the, the fact that God even, 
even lowers his ear enough to listen to our prayers is awesome. You know, that's something we shouldn't, shouldn't take for granted. Who are we mm-hmm. that he cares so much? Mm-hmm. Oh, but the hairs on my head, maybe not yours, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Um, so I guess I, the, one of the last things I'll ask before we, before we wrap up is you, I don't know if you still sing, but from what I hear, you were in a, you had, you're, you're, you come from a singing family. I did come from a singing family. So growing up, I was on a kid's TV show called Circle Square. So I was, that was a weekly show, a Christian show back in Toronto, but it was global, mm-hmm. global a show. Um, did that for a few years, but I used to sing with my sisters. We were the Johnson sisters okay. and uh, we sang at clubs, rotary clubs, churches, events things like that That's awesome. and our our most recent gig was at my mom's funeral in in february mm-hmm. so that's pretty recent but it was such a privilege to one more time sing and pray that god be glorified through our voices so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no that's great it's you know i think that's the thing about song is it allows you to express yourself during good times and bad times you know during the mundane and the exciting things during the times when you would rather, you know, you would like to avoid certain circumstances, but, but you can always have a mouth that you can give praises to God. Yeah. I'm probably the least musical in my family these days. <laughs> it's pretty funny. My husband is this unsung hero of music. He can play any instrument that he wants to. And I'm the one that took all the lessons in piano and violin and mm-hmm. clarinet. And he, he did hardly any, and he can play every instrument. And my kids can all play guitar and drums and mm-hmm. bass and sing. And I'm like, oh man, they're so good. <laughs> So, so, so are there, uh, any Johnson sister, uh, like videos on Google somewhere? Folks Google you guys. Probably not too many. Um, no, we do. We did one album and that was it. So, well, well, you never know, you know, you can do a reunion tour or something. It was kind of (laughs) dated. I'm not sure it would would, would be equivalent of like the Gators or something. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's just, (laughs) I'll let my younger generation meet that need Let them do that. <laughs> yep. nothing wrong with that well janice has been a pleasure and uh if you could just pray uh pray us out and pray specifically for parents you know that are uh you know disconnected from their 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 children and trinity and just trying to navigate this whole covid19 thing as we said it's 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 something none of us want to happen but it's upon us and so how you know how can we ask for god's favor and uh and grace to to walk through this Lord Jesus, we just um, pray, pray, praise you for who you are. Praise you that you are faithful even when life doesn't make sense. And we praise you and trust you that your word can be trusted. And we know globally, Father, that we have families that are far away from their kids right now, that we've got a few hundred left at Trinity, um, and we know that they're being well-loved and cared for here. But, Lord, I pray a hedge of protection around each family that's represented by at this university that you would care for and protect and be with the families that are far from their fam- kids and even those who are with their families. Lord, would mm. you bless those families as well? Um, you are you are good. We can trust you and we love you. And we just pray that you'd be glorified in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Janice, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best on the farm uh, with all your crew of people you got there and pray that God keeps you all safe. Thank you, James. No problem.